if you want your weight loss to stick, you've got to have a healthy relationship with food. Yeah. You can't be doing this binging and restricting. You can't be doing this 1,000 calories during the week and 3,000 during the weekend. Right. You can't. You can, or, that's, that's not I sustainable. I can't eat only one or two slices of pizza, Matt. There's no way I'm going to have to eat a whole pie. Okay. So that's of course what you can't. You because you can't, it's, because it's you told yourself you can't. Mindful eating. That's also part of it. So, man, I fucking love mindful eating. I could talk I about know. it all day. <laughs> I know for sure. You just made a video about mindful eating today, which was great about you're sitting down eating and people are not paying attention. They're just shoving food in their mouth. They're on their phone. They're on their computer. They're working. They're not paying attention to their hunger and fullness cues. Next thing they know, they're a bag of Doritos down and they're like, what, what, yeah. where, where did my chips go? And, you're and then they're wondering why they you can't weren't paying weight. attention. <laughs> yeah, right. We're so yeah. distracted when we're eating. Give yourself yep. five fucking minutes, 10 minutes. Welcome to Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt, the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Are you ready to cut the crap with your diet and exercise, get strong as fuck, and build a healthy relationship with food? Then you've come to the right place. Let's, Let's go. If you'd like to support us in the podcast, join our Patreon where you get exclusive content, which consists of monthly workouts you can do at home or at the gym, monthly challenges that are either strength, habit, or mindset-based, and access to over 100-plus low-calorie, high-protein, family-friendly meals. These are all designed by a professional chef who is certified in nutrition. These recipes are already in my fitness pal for easy fucking tracking. New recipes are also added each week. We believe that fitness is for everyone. So this is our way of getting you started on your health and fitness journey at a price most everyone can afford. So what the fuck are you waiting for? We'll see you on the Patreon. What's up, Matt? Hey, Beth. What's up, my friend? (sighs) You know... A little bit of this that sounds, and a little bit of that. That sounds heavy. Uh, I could feel that coming through. Can you feel the panic in my mouth and my uh, words here? I'm not panicking. Everything is fine. Like that that picture it's of a fucking the dumpster the flaming on fire. House the dump- yeah, yeah. That's that's my brain right now. Yeah, everything's <laughs> great. Well, I got an email the other day from Aram. Hi, Ram, if you're listening, probably isn't, but anyway. And so he was giving us the rundown of like the speaking event, like what we needed, slides, all that stuff. And he's like, oh, and you'll be speaking for the two days, meaning I won't only be speaking one day, but I'll be speaking the other day too. Oh, shit. Because I just asked you like two days ago or three days ago, which day it was. (laughs) I think it was Monday at that time. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. But now I know it's both. Got it. Okay. Same speech, same presentation? Yeah, it's the same thing. So what's happening, because you'll be there, is that they'll have different speakers going on at the same time. So this is in case people miss my presentation. So you'll be able to hop around and see. It's like going to like OzFest or some music festival where they have multiple stages, right? And you're... Correct. Two of your favorite bands playing, which one do I choose? But except in this case, Beth, you're the rock star. (laughs) 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 You like that? (laughs) Oh, that was funny. So that alone i'm like okay not only once but now i gotta do it twice so i'm gonna be fucking stressing out for two Mm. days it's gonna be okay i get that it's just very new for me it's i don't know what to expect from myself you got this i I mean i know we talked about this last week i I know know. that's that's a lot that's much much more added stress it's easier to say than than done i did a little practice run by myself last night so my speaking engagement coach told me to 
set up my computer, hook it up to my TV so I can see it on the thing big, but I couldn't yep. do that. So anyway, I just had my computer where the TV is, you know, my, my living room looks like, yep. and my son and Mike went to jujitsu and I was like, perfect timing. I'm just going to like go through a practice run. And so meatball was sitting on the couch <laughs> and my speaking engagement coach, Jenny was like, okay, what's important is you have to focus on the crowd, but you should be like talking to one person. Like you're going to put your eyes on one person Mm -hmm. and to speak towards them. And then you're going to like talk to another person and speak towards them. So she's like, have like little pillows in different areas and like start like focus. Well, it is actually so much harder than you actually would think it would be. I'm so used to talking into a camera on my phone and not yes. looking this way and having like words in the back of me without trying to focus on the slides, but I have to focus on the audience. And I'm like, oh my God, like, how am I going to do this without fucking reading the slides verbatim? Do they have uh, monitors in the floor to help guide you? I'm hoping. Yeah, because when I did my speaking engagement for the uh, mastermind that I was in last year, they had, a, yeah. they, they had a big screen in the floor, which was really helpful. Oh, God, that would be, I, I should just uh, text Aram and ask him. Aram, you motherfucker, that, you better. <laughs> yeah. Can you please? <laughs> or <laughs> It's not his first rodeo, though. I'm sure that's going to. No, it, yeah. They're going to make it as easy as possible, as possible. I hope so. That would be yeah. so much easier. Mm -hmm. Although I will be looking at my slides, but I just don't want to be shouldn't be looking at them the whole time. I have to look towards the yeah, crowd. I was going to say, since I'm coming in, I'll be on Saturday night. Do you want to go through a dry run like Sunday or something? And I can, yeah, we could do that. And I can cuss sure. at you and throw shit at you. And yeah. stuff. <laughs> My dog was barking at me and I was like, fuck you. <laughs> I was fucking losing my shit. And I was, I'm like, you know what? The one thing that's going to get me through is my comedic, whatever you want to call it. Cause I, if I fuck it up, I, I can make it up with saying something. So, I mean, that's exactly your whole thing is it's, like, it's what I do anyway. Oh, I up. Okay. okay. Oh, well, fuck it. Anyway. Stop um, taking yourself so fucking seriously for sure. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. all I got to do is just be myself. I have the content. I know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. I wrote the shit. So mm -hmm. It's, it's just application. It's very, it's yeah. the anticipation gets me every time. For sure. It's like anticipating a surgery or, you know, something really big. It's like, oh my God. You... Yeah, something you've done probably plenty of times before. It's still, I mean, it shows you care, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Your, your heart's in the right place. I do care. I mean, I have you guys there. I have my family there, my team, my people I look up to. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's overwhelming. I've been saying this a lot lately, but I'm fucking proud of you, man. Like, thanks, Matt. And, um, I appreciate it. You just hit 300,000 followers on Instagram, which is I know, really not fucking, fucking nuts. Wild. So congrats mm -hmm. on that. And I, this just made me think too. I just called you a rock star a few minutes ago. But speaking of rock star, you do do you know who Jelly Roll is? The the country yeah rappers and, and yeah. Bunny. Then naturally yes, Bunny. oh yeah, she follows me. We're friends I, on the. I was gonna say, did you know that she follows you? Because Sarah made a big deal of it this morning. She's like, Matt, did you know Bunny follows Beth? I'm like, no, but cool. Yeah, she, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Bunny, and, Bunny and Jelly Roll, those guys are fucking awesome. They are good peeps. Mm -hmm. They are, you could tell. For sure. Yeah, I've been listening to Jelly Roll. I, I sound like a hipster right now, but since before he made it big, like yeah, like 2014, I think I was remember. I remember listening to him, and I just saw him for the first time in, um, at country concert last last summer. Oh, that's cool. amazing live artist. But he gets yeah. so much fucking hate, and I'm not afraid to say this. It's a bunch of fucking rednecks that that hated him. Like really? Yeah, and it's like, guys, you guys are so fucking close minded because you see him with face tattoos, and because he's been to prison, right. and it's like cool. Yeah. Now here's somebody who's made a name for himself. It's like, come on, guys, get, stop fucking hating. Just hate. Yeah. 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 What was I just saw him sticking? What was he doing? He, he's a big advocate for something, and I just saw him like in court talking about God. It must have been like drugs or something. Sure. 
Um, so, I'm, I, anyway, I forget because my memory is fucking. Yeah. Just... And not that we talk about celebrities a lot, but like those two are perfect like examples of what like it's all about. I mean, they've made a name for or made a big change in their life. They were going down yeah. really awful path. So it's really cool. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got Pearl Jam tickets. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fuck for yeah. September. Okay. I'm Where's fucking pumped. Uh, Boston. Okay. Boston. Mm -hmm. Boston. Gonna make it a week, make a weekend out of it, and go to a casino like you did last time. I think probably. Yeah. We got Metallica in August, and yeah, I know I haven't seen them since '91. And oh my god, Metallica! So Black Album tour. <laughs> <laughs> Things have changed. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Oh yeah. What's going on? What's going on with you, Matt? Um, what is going on with me? I don't know. Just making adjustments in my life really excited for the, the trips that we have coming up in, in yes for for vegas and then the trip we have for our meet and greets in florida so that's really cool yeah so something i actually wanted to talk about too with my own life is so i've been talking about how again the adjustment i've been making with traveling a lot more for for riker right now with all that yeah time. something um i finally i've done i've practiced as radical acceptance and that's like I've accepted the fact that that's not going to change. So mm -hmm. why am I like starting to stop dwelling on it and find a solution? So I've, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm looking for solutions. And I'm, so far, what I've come up with is Team Fit Fat might be getting a storefront, an office space. Oh. Uh, I was like, why don't I just fucking rent an office over by where he goes to school? There's mm -hmm. a little town there like 10 minutes away. And then I can save myself time. I can make a bit more, more a schedule that works better. I was going to say, you can make a so, schedule for yourself. Exactly. And I really, actually, I thrive off of having a schedule. And yeah. that's one thing as being an entrepreneur that I've really struggled with making an adjustment with because I'm not working. I don't have somebody telling me what to do and when to do it anymore. So, yeah. So I'm, that's I'm actually looking, super smart. Yeah. So I'm exploring that option. I'm looking for some stuff out there. Not a lot of great options in that. It's a rural area still. Only right. 15,000 people in the area. But um, I think I can make it work and find something. And I'm I'm excited for it. And that is gonna, cool. I just want to talk, talk to like, this is me finding solutions to the problem that I have. Yeah. Did I complain about it first? Maybe not complain, but I I was struggling to adjust to it. And yeah. that's okay. And then I've, I'm coming up with a solution now. And that's really mm -hmm. how if more people looked at that things happening to people in their lives, it's like, yeah, this thing's happening and it fucking sucks. But yeah. what the fuck are you going to do about it? Sit and dwell about it and right. throw a pity party and feel like shit about it. Like I it was certainly bringing me down struggling like that. Or can mm -hmm. you find a solution and try to make it um, work for you instead of against you? Yeah. So that's the, that's the path I'm taking. I already feel better about it now that I've kind of practiced that radical acceptance and, and yeah. got into problem solver mode, really. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I put, this is typical and I want to put it out there to, to everyone listening. So yes. we're going to be doing a Q&A, Instagram Q&A tomorrow. We're recording twice this week because I'm going to be away next week traveling. And mm -hmm. whenever we do Q&As, me and Matt, all the time, I put a Q&A box, I get fucking crickets. Oh yeah. Crickets. Same. Okay. I will do an anonymous Q&A and I will get, no joke, a fucking thousand Plus, I mean, I can't even count. I can't even go near answering all of these. There's so many. Yeah. And then today I put one out. Three, three fucking questions. Okay. <laughs> so I went on there and I was like, all right, you guys, what the fuck is up? Like, oh, you did that whenever... again? Because I know you threatened. Oh, yeah. Last time I threatened. I, I fucking threatened. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you guys will send me so many anonymous questions that I can't answer barely any of them. Maybe, maybe less than a quarter of them. And I put mm -hmm. it a pub public Q&A and you are like fucking crickets. I'm like, ask a question, 
you're not only going to help yourself, you're going to help somebody else because that's how and you're going to get a detailed answer too, instead of a 60 second video response on an Instagram right. that goes away or after 24 hours. Text or a text. Script. I don't understand. I think it's the instant gratification, Beth. Like, Is that it? When, that, that's my hunch. I don't know. Huh. Maybe, maybe people, if you're listening right now and you're like, holy shit, that's me actually. Why do you not do it when you're actually getting an opportunity to, to send, to get a detailed response to you with your specific question right is it because you don't get the answer right away or is it because then we're asking you to listen to the podcast to get your answer i don't know oh um, but, but i'm but i'm mm. curious right that is that's a good question matt social experiment here social, <laughs> i'm consistently having social experiments learning something new every day yeah yeah so i threw a little pity party on there about mm -hmm. that yeah because i think it's annoying Anyway, I agree. I, agree. <laughs> it's like, I, agree. I can barely answer my questions that are anonymous, but when I put it publicly to answer on the podcast, it's fucking three of you guys out of 300,000 people. Give me a break. <laughs> I mean, how does that no, make sense? Yes, exactly. <laughs> for sure. So we have some news about the meet and greet. We finally mm -hmm. landed on a location. We've been, we landed on a date the last time we had uh, released an episode. So the good news is when this re episode releases, it'll be February 23rd, which mm -hmm. means it's one month to the day of our meet and greet because that's yeah. be March 23rd. And we have our location picked out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for anybody that joined us in our meet and greet in Florida last year, you will be happy to hear that we're going to meet in the same place as Yay. we did. So it's a Black Bear Wilderness area in Sanford, mm -hmm. Florida. So that's going to near Orlando, Florida. right? I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind it's, of a little bit. <laughs> I think it's within an hour drive or something of Orlando, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Because that's how we found yeah. it. We 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 were Googling like Central Florida hiking right. locations, I believe. Chris so, is coming again. He already messaged me. Same. Yeah, he messaged he's me like, too. He's I, like, I said, I'll be on time this time. <laughs> I said, we're not waiting for you. <laughs> right? <laughs> didn't cool. actually say that, but I wanted to. So, right. Well, now that we know that he's, he's good for it, we will we would wait. If, yeah. You know, we just sure. don't want everybody to wait, but. Yeah. And uh, what time are we doing? Are we doing 8 a.m.? I, for I forgot. Did we do it early last time or was it doing like it 10 a.m.? Okay. Yeah. Because 8 a.m. That would require you and I to leave. I think oh, that's, it's like that's really early. Yeah. Fuck that. So the the, uh, the the trail is about seven miles. It's walking through mm -hmm. jungle area, tropical yeah. area. Yeah. Um, right cool. Yeah. Right along the river. Last time we saw alligators, smaller alligators. Don't worry. You're not going to get killed or yeah. anything. But uh, yeah. We got some steps to last time too. That we, was we good. I think I must have workout. gotten like 14,000 steps just yeah. by doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That was I mean, a good day. Over seven miles. So it was a great day. It was a great yeah. day. Perfect weather. So yeah, that's the, that's so if the, you came the, last year, come visit us again. Let's, let's we, meet Oh my God. Again. We'd love to see everybody. Jackie. That'd and be I know so cool. My, my client, Kathy, I actually yep. we met her last year. She became yeah. a client after she's going to be there. So Yay. I know that we've got one returning person there. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Nice. And we do uh, have a link out for that to RSVP. So we'll get that into the mm -hmm. show notes and, and post it yeah. on our stories. We've already started posting it on the stories anyway. So yeah, I got to do that consistently. Yeah. And I need to hydrate here. Hydrate, don't dehydrate, Matt. <laughs> so we, we seem to be talking about this almost on a weekly basis now with like Ozempic related news, but I think it's important to continue to talk about it. So people are just aware and as things kind of change and not necessarily change, but we learn more, uh, we mm -hmm. give updates about it. Yeah. So, so essentially what we're, we're starting to find out and we've already known this, we've been saying this, and, mm -hmm. and this, this is not just exclusive to Ozempic. This is with any lifestyle change, any diet or anything you're going. So this advice yeah. really is across the spectrum, yeah. but it's been showing, it's starting to show that strength training 
is better for weight loss maintenance when you're on a GLP medication mm -hmm. such, such as Ozempic versus just taking that medication alone. And that makes sense. Yeah. And it's really worrying too for older population because a lot of a lot of people taking these drugs are the older population because osteopenia and osteoporosis are already happening as a natural right. bodily function. So this could actually exacerbate that in a way and speed things up. So yeah. this really just shows the importance of strength training at all stages of life, getting enough protein right. and getting enough calories, right? Yeah, because a lot, of, I guess Elaine was mm -hmm. showing on her video, she's a dietitian. If you weren't focusing on strength training, you were losing muscle mass before you're losing fat mass mm -hmm. on these on these medications. I actually I'm glad you brought her up because I actually wrote down the specifics of the the case studies that she provided. I talked nice. about it a little bit actually. So yeah, Elena, she's been on she was on our podcast. Oh she's been God. on our podcast, yes. When What's her last started? name? Eford. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. And she's either pregnant right now or she just had her baby, which she just had a baby. She just had her baby. Probably Elena. six months ago. Oh my God. Where's time? Now? Sorry. It's been a bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So she provided a case study. So th this is somebody, a client that she was personally working with. So I want to make sure yeah. she gets all the credit for this here. She provided two people. So person one started taking a GLP medication in October of 2021, and their starting body weight was 222 pounds. Yeah. They didn't stop taking it, but as of uh, March, 2021, they stopped and they were at 201 pounds. So they lost 20 pounds. Uh, what, what the body scans showed is that their fat mass lost was six pounds. They lost six pounds of fat and they lost 20 pounds total. So what does that tell us? Well, wow. they lost nine, nine pounds of muscle according to their body scans. So that's, that's 15 pounds of bodily tissue that was mm -hmm. lost and nine of it was body mass or body, body muscle mass. Only five of it, six of it was, was fat. And of course that doesn't account for all the weight loss there. That can be food, that can be water weight and things like that as right, well. Right, right. And that's crazy. So then person two that, that, that Elena had worked with in her case study and, and the notes were on that, that person one is they didn't have an appetite. And that's something we hear a lot. So yeah. they didn't have an appetite. And so she didn't eat as a result of that, eating like something around a thousand calories a day, if I wasn't mm -hmm. mistaken. If I'm wrong about that, sorry. Person two for the case study was in January, 2021, they were at 265 pounds. And then in May of 2021, they were at 250 pounds. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now this person ate enough calories. In fact, they, I remember this specifically, Elena said they also felt the same effects of not having hunger, but they made, she made herself still eat and she was proactive with it. She was eating 1900 calories a day for reference. She lost 15 pounds of fat and she lost wow. 15 pounds total. Here's a really cool part. She gained five pounds of muscle mass. Wow. That's right? how important strength training is. Strength training and getting enough calories. Mm -hmm. And protein. Yes, there. Yes, yes. So when we say weight loss isn't the end all be all, right? Look at person one versus person two. I think you'd much rather have person two's results there. Right. And here's the thing it's not healthy to lose all that muscle. Like, it's okay, not. you're losing weight, but you're losing vital <laughs> um, energy functions in your body, which is muscle. So mm -hmm. you have got to focus on, like Matt said, like strength training, eating adequate calories, getting adequate protein. Yeah. You do not want to lose muscle mass. That's that's really not the point of losing weight. Mm -hmm. 
for sure. For sure. You should do everything you can to preserve muscle mass and possibly even build muscle mass. Cause you can build muscle mass when you're losing weight, if you mm -hmm. do it in a smart and planned way, which means no more fucking crash dieting, right? <laughs> no right. Yo-yo dieting. We've got to stop that bullshit. Yeah. You guys are doing, you're fucking yourselves up long-term when we're doing mm -hmm. that. Yeah. You're losing all, you're losing all that weight, but what are you, what do you look like as you're losing that weight? You're going to look, they call it what skinny fat. Any fat. Mm -hmm. You're you're basically going to be a smaller version of what you already were. You're not going to see any yeah. body composition see, changes. Yeah, you're not going to see that body figure that you're actually wanting when you say you want to lose weight. Right. You get that, you want that, you get that toned look. Change. You're not so, going to have that. Not by doing the crash diets and things like that. If you do what yeah. we just talked about with the things that we promote, you can absolutely get there. Yeah. For sure. And I just want to say, of course, that what I just talked, we just talked about, that was just one case study, but um, right. there's also a, a study that I will reference um, that I got from Dr. Nadolsky. I saw it on his story. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, I'll just read the conclusion from that okay. really quickly. And then I'm going to link the um, study in the no uh, notes, just in case anybody is interested in that. So the interpretation here, according to this uh, paper, it was a paper of 109 people. The addition of supervised exercise to obesity uh, pharma, pharmacotherapy seems to improve healthy weight maintenance after treatment termination compared with treatment termination of obesity pharmacotherapy alone. So what it's saying is exercise in conjunction with the weight loss medications is better for weight loss maintenance. Mm -hmm. Not, and they weren't talking about just weight loss. They were looking at weight loss maintenance. Yeah. So you care about losing weight and keeping it off. Of course, who fucking doesn't? You've got to be right. exercising, even if you are taking Ozempic drugs or whatever it might be, any type of lifestyle change that is yeah. vitally important. And this is why you have to create the habits that go along with it. Exactly. And what's funny to me is when people hear like us talking about Ozempic and warning about pe people about Ozempic, perhaps people are like, oh, you're just worried about them coming, coming, taking your job. It's like, no, 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 no. no. We know for a fact that our jobs are, they're not going anywhere. Our jobs are really habit-based. Yes. Mind, mindset and habit is what we, we picked the right path on. years ago. Beth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because anybody can fucking tell you how to lose weight. Every one of you guys know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't have the mindset or the behavior change to last, make it last. Yes. And, and that's what so we much, that's what we teach. Yep. And there's so much research to show this and suggest this. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Every long-term weight loss maintenance, every control group study. Yeah. Emotional this. eating, stress eating, you name it. All or nothing yeah. mentality. All that is all, all yep. uh, mindset. Starting over every fucking Monday, being super strict Monday through Friday, Monday through <laughs> Thursday, then Friday through Sunday. It's a free for all. Everybody's coming in the, in the party. Like yeah. right. <laughs> your relationship with food. That's all mindset. Yeah, exactly. If you want your weight loss to stick, you've got to have a healthy relationship with food. Yeah. You can't be doing this binging and restricting. You can't be doing this 1,000 calories during the week and 3,000 during the weekend. Right. You can't. You can, or, that's, that's not I sustainable. I can't style. eat only one or two slices of pizza, Matt. There's no way I'm going to have to eat a whole pie. Okay, so that's of course what you we can't, teach you too. Because you, can't, it's, because it's you told yourself you can't. Mindful eating. That's also part of it. So... Yeah. Man, I fucking love mindful eating. I could talk I about know. it all day. <laughs> I know, for sure. You just made a video about mindful eating today, which was I great did. about you're sitting down eating and people are not paying attention. They're just shoving food in their mouth. They're on their phone. They're on their computer. They're working. They're not paying attention to their hunger and fullness cues. Next thing they know, they're a bag of Doritos down and they're like, what, what, yeah. where, where did my chips go? And, you're and then they're wondering why they can't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, right. We're so yeah. distracted when we're eating. Give yourself yep. five fucking minutes, 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. You deserve it. Right? You give everybody else all your time and attention. Yeah.
When you do, when, like when you get it. Let's do updates on our individual programs we've got going on right now. We're a week two into our mindful eating program. We talked about mm-hmm. cravings versus triggers last night. Yeah. That was so important because that's one thing that people get wrong too is like they think everything is a craving or everything's a trigger. It's like, nope, there's two completely different things. Right. Um, and you kind of handle them two completely different ways. Mm-hmm. So a trigger is like just something, something happened to me. So now I'm going to do this, right? It's like, if this happens, then this happens. So yeah. uh, there's that, that's that behavioral aspect of that. Yeah. We have our Wednesday Q&A tonight. I'm going to be talking about the scale. Always about the scale, right? And then yeah. also the difference between restriction and deprivation. Ooh. Right? Okay. They, those are yeah. so different, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes when you're losing fat, not sometimes, but sometimes you do kind of need to restrict yourself from certain things, but that's not depriving yourself, right? If you're depriving right. yourself, you're literally not eating the things that you want to. Right. It's like you're depriving yourself of having apple pie, whereas restriction, you're like, okay, I can't eat the entire apple pie, but I can right. eat peas. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a huge topic mm-hmm. I'm excited to talk about. What else is going on? Just a lot of good stuff today in our chat. They saw my, a lot of them saw my story about me and my speaking event, and they were all like shouting me out, telling me that you always tell us to do hard things and that we're yep. going to tell you to hard, do hard things. So that's where the yep. chat is at today. Which is we practice cool. what we preach around here on Team Cut the Crap. Yeah. Team Nerdle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it's going well. We have one more week. We're in week three. Holy shit. Crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It goes by fast. Mm-hmm. And from these challenges, I realized the importance of community. Yeah. You know, these Telegram chats. I don't know if you've been a part of Telegram, but they're pretty fucking, Telegram's pretty awesome. I wish Not I could. Telegram, but like I've been in like Discord gr- groups. Yeah. Uh, WhatsApp groups. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. The community aspect, we've talked about this a lot with that support system. Mm-hmm. That was one thing after our challenge is like, I, I'm, I'm going to miss the calls. I'm going to miss talking with everybody. I know, for sure. Which, that's one thing that Weight Watchers kind of did right for them <laughs> throughout time was the meetings, even though they were shame-based meetings and all that bullshit, but they still gave people a sense of community. Community's always yep. been important for people. Oh, yeah. So yeah. one more week. Wow, that's wild. I guess, I I mean, there is only one week left in this month, so that makes sense. (sighs) It's fucking crazy. Cool. Are you guys doing, uh, were were you doing any prizes or anything for? We're giving away $1,000 to the person that was most consistent. Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Every week we give away, I give away like a $200 or $250 Amazon gift card because we do weekly challenges. Mm. And this is how we keep track of consistency. Like the first week is like, you have to post your anchors every day of what you completed. Then last week was like, let's see your fiber plate in the morning time. Like, what is your fiber that you have for breakfast? Mm. And then this week is show us where you're moving. So we, Iris keeps track on like a Google sheet of everyone that's been posting consistently all week. And then we do like a spin, spin the wheel and we'll choose one. Cool. Yeah. We like to keep the momentum going. And it's great for engagement. Keep everybody going in the group. People will burn out. They're like, okay, you know, this is a way to be consistent. Because consistency gets you results, not... And not it's like, end. I don't care if we have to bribe you to be consistent in the beginning. Yeah. Because at some point, it's going to fucking stick. Now you're going to see like what it, what it's like to be consistent and what actually happens when you're consistent. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Once you finally see that light bulb click for, for our clients, like, holy shit, this is, what can, this is what can happen when I give it six right. instead of six weeks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to tell everyone about the reporter from Newsweek that, that <laughs> messaged me. Can I read you the email, that message? Yeah. And she responded. I responded back to her. Mm-hmm. Didn't know any updates, so that's awesome. I'm, this is yeah. the first time I'm hearing of them. 
Her name's Maria. She says, hi, Beth. I'm a reporter with Newsweek, and we'd like to do a story about your TikTok video about you and your husband <laughs> hitting 10K steps. My TikTok husband, which is Matt. Uh, can, <laughs> we have, can we have your permission to share it on the Newsweek website and associated media channels with credit to you? If you wish to go ahead, would you mind sending me along some answers with these questions? You and your husband's names, ages, and jobs. How did you decide you wanted to achieve this goal together, et cetera, et cetera? Do you reach 10K steps every day? And I responded, Matt is my <laughs> cut the crap pod. What do you want to call yourself? Uh, Podcast co Oh my God. Yes, thank you. I said that, <laughs> but I'm not. And we both own coaching companies at focus on mindset and behavior change. And we were just making a video showing people how to get 10,000 steps throughout the day. Yeah. And I said, you're more than welcome to use the video, but you might need to change the questions because Matt is not my husband. <laughs> and she's like, oh shit, I'm so glad I reached out to you because this is why we ask, ask people if we can use their content because it was totally opposite of what she thought. And she's like, mm. yeah, we were looking at relationship exercise oh. stuff she goes so that would really change the whole thing and I was like all right <laughs> like you're not the first person to make that oh, uh. <laughs> yeah that's funny that's that's hilarious thanks for the update that's right that's one of the first things we were always here we always heard right oh this the tiktok that's your tiktok husband or your tiktok yeah husband. so yeah they used to tag us like that I think yeah they did if I remember correctly mm -hmm. yep Oh, you mentioned earlier when we were talking about the challenge about the fiber in the morning thing. And I was actually thinking this when I was eating breakfast the other day. Mm -hmm. my, my, my breakfast typically has about 15 grams of fiber, I think. Awesome. Do you know how many grams of fiber? Well, now I started eating this Dojoy bread that actually a small company, very, what do you want to call it? Small business in Cincinnati, I believe, Ohio. Nice. She's like, I'd love to send you my bread. Let me know what you think. And I was like, of course, let's see. And it has seven grams of protein in it. And it has, let me see, the fiber, 22 grams for two slices. Wow. Seven grams of protein each. So I get 14 grams of protein and 22 grams of fiber from having the bread. And it is so good. Fuck yeah. I absolutely love it. And so I've been eating that like every morning. And so I can hit 25, 28 grams of protein because I'll add raspberries or something too. 28 grams of fiber. Yeah. 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 It's that's up a, my that, fiber game. That's like the your minimum amount right there is met. It's just yeah. one meal because we twenty five grams of fiber is like what women should be getting uh -huh. at least. So yeah. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. So, okay. I know. And then for myself, it's like I should be getting at least thirty five. So I'm not quite yeah. halfway there, but that's that's a hell of a chunk, especially if I do that three times a day. I've got it. So yeah. Mm -hmm. And for cholesterol and things like that, upping the fibers is key. Yeah, your cholesterol, blood, so gut health. God, guys, there are so we talk about fiber in terms of how it makes you satisfied and it provides that satiety factor, and it does. Yeah. But the health benefits go so far beyond just helping mm -hmm. you to keep hunger away and lose weight. Colon health. Mm -hmm. Colon, yeah, especially in men, especially in men, colon cancers are fucking a very real fucking thing. <laughs> One thing we can control is our lifestyle and our diet and getting enough yep. fucking fiber. Like 90, it's been a, a few months since I've looked at the study, what the numbers are, but I believe it's around 93% of all Americans do not get enough fiber. Oh yeah. Their diet every day. Yep. And that's like the one thing we can do to improve our health. And the nice thing is fiber is so easily accessible that yeah. even no matter what your financial situation is, you sh you can you can get some fiber into your diet with, yeah. with a little bit of planning. Yeah, it does take planning for sure. Be before like actually really focusing on it and having this bread added and stuff, I was probably getting 15 to 20 
And I know I needed more, but it really does take a lot of planning. You really have to add more veggies, like think of like flax seeds, chia seeds, avocados, more berries. So you have to be more mindful and really plan it out. Yeah, exactly. So any, beans, any lentils, fruit, beans, lentils, legumes, everything there, mm-hmm. bread and, and things like that, guys. Um, yeah, one, you stay away really, from bread. <laughs> don't stay away from bread, guys. That's one thing so many <laughs> people like, bread's bad, bread's bad. You're eating bread? You're eating a fucking sandwich? What? Fiber. Yeah. <laughs> Fiber, guys. So if you're eating bread, like one easy swap that you can make. I grew up on white bread. Fucking mm-hmm. loved white bread yeah. as a child. And it was, Wonder bread. It was Wonder I grew bread. up on that. For sure. This is how poor we were. <laughs> in the winter time, we would use winter bread bags after the bread was empty to put, put them, them on... into our boots to keep our boots from getting wet. We did that because too. We didn't have wa- a wet, waterproof boots. We were too poor, but th- we had mm-hmm. thick socks and we had that. Yeah, same thing. We would yeah. put the bags on our sock above our socks and slip them in our fucking uh-huh. boots. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But Taking swapping, it back. Swapping from like a white bread. Because that's got a lot of the nutrients kind of depleted. It's going to be low in fiber, low in protein. So swapping for a more whole grain, whole, whole wheat, multi-grain bread will get you that protein and fiber there as well. But it's so important. Mm-hmm. And another thing you can do is start looking at the pasta. You can eat pasta too, guys. Whole when grain we're on pasta. Journey. Whole grain pasta. You could use, what other kind of pastas do we have? Chickpea have chick- pasta. Chickpea pasta. Really yeah. good. Gon, uh, gon, I don't know, not gonza bean, it's chickpea. Um, they have lentil pasta. They have lentil, all that stuff. Yeah, everything. Yeah. There's a lot of options out there. Four ounces of pasta, which is a serving, is not bad. Here's what I do to bulk up my pasta is I will add, obviously, a protein to it and then yep. add some veggies. Veggie slaw is another good one to add to pasta. Broccoli to pasta, spinach. And you're upping the fiber and the bulk of the pasta. So you're like, oh, my God, pasta is just not much. It's actually, if you load it up, you can. There's it's plenty of food. Yeah. It's like if you're eating just pasta and nothing else, no protein or anything with it, like, yeah, of course, it's going to feel that way. Yeah. And you're going to want more and more and more because you're not, you don't have any protein, you don't have any fiber, so it's not going to really fill you up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about adding things. You're adding things. It's not the fact that I can eat so much rice. It's like, yeah, rice by itself. Of course you can. Why, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't have fucking anything added to it. I can Mm -hmm. eat a huge bowl of pasta if I didn't add anything to it either. Right. For sure. There's no, bulk, <laughs> I mean, there's no volume. There's, there's no, yeah, there's no yeah exactly. There. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. So we just talked about adding things. So that just reminded me too, mm-hmm. on our, this week's group coaching for mindful eating, one, one of our clients talked through something and yep. she was struggling with something after work, she would come home and make a snack and <laughs> she chose, she went with fucking yogurt and it was, it was yogurt and um, some type of a fruit. I think it was some type of a berry. She doesn't even like, she doesn't like yogurt though, mm. um, but she, she, she went that because she went that route because she's trying to eat healthier. She wants to eat healthier. She thought that's what she should eat, but really what she typically gets for her snack is Doritos. So obviously mm. you can see she's trying to make a health conscious swap, a swap there. Right. But she was struggling. She's like, I'm still hungry after I eat that. So what should I do? I'm like, well, let's start with saying, I'm going to tell you to eat the Doritos. Mm-hmm eat that with the yogurt and the berries. I was going to say, yeah. Because now it's well-rounded and it's balanced, but then also let's address why you're eating the yogurt. If you don't like the fucking yogurt, why mm-hmm. are you eating the yogurt? Okay. So we that was that kind of that diet mentality of like, oh, this is a health food. I should eat yeah. this. So I'm going to, even if I don't right. like it. But then she was, yeah. what she said after was key there. She was still hungry. She wasn't satisfied after. So she ate the health food that she was supposed to, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And then she probably still would have ended up eating the Doritos. Right. And see, that's where you have to look. It's like, okay, are you now are you not you're not um, supporting that emotional craving that you're having? Because she probably was satisfied 
with a yogurt, but maybe not mentally satisfied. So you're more mentally hungry. You wanted, you weren't eating what you wanted in the first place. Exactly. exactly. Let's be real. Like Doritos are not going to fill you up. We already talked about this before. It's a fucking chip. It's not necessarily like a snack, right. a satisfying snack. But if you pair the Doritos with the yogurt, that's satisfying, but she should find something that maybe yogurt and string cheese. I was or just something gonna say string cheese or something. Something right? that, you know, is maybe something is she protein. likes. She went, for the, yeah. she went for the yogurt for the protein. So there's lots of different protein right. options there. There's so many different protein sources. That's why you have to find something that you love. And you're not just having protein just to fucking have protein, just to hate your macros. Yeah. That's yeah, not food, lifelong food, food satisfying there. Yeah. Food is beyond so much, so far and, Exactly. Yeah. You got to eat not only for the numbers, but, but it has to taste good. You mm-hmm. have to like it. Yeah. Otherwise, you're, it's just another fucking diet. And nothing, and you're not going to stick with it. Exactly. Exactly. None of this shit matters if you're if you don't enjoy what you're doing. That's with exercise, and that's with the food th- that you're eating. We talk about this all the time. Yeah. There's so much research to sh- show this, and mm-hmm. Alan Aragon even said it on this very podcast when t- with talking about intermittent fasting. Right? If you don't enjoy mm-hmm. it, you're not going to stick with it. Enjoyment is adherence, and that that's what we preach all the time. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We've been talking about emotional eating a lot too, and that emotional eating is actually normal. Yes. But it's knowing that you are emotionally eating, but still dealing with the problem at hand. Like you're not emotionally eating consistently to cover up an issue. It's okay to emotionally eat and know you're doing it, but also handling your shit too. Right. Yeah. A good visualization for that. I love that how you described it right there. We're so, so alike. It's insane. A visualization I give my clients is we have a totem pole. We'll call it emotional eating to- or we'll call it problem totem pole, right? Yeah. If at the top of the totem pole is emotional eating, that's going to be the, the main thing. What we're trying to do is get emotional eating down on the priority yeah. list, essentially to minimize how often we're doing it. And then mm-hmm. and the kind of the response to how you're doing it too. Because if you're emotionally eating and saying, Hey, I'm, right. I'm feeling some type of way I'm going, I'm making the mindful choice right now to eat this food and yeah. move on with it. Exactly. That's how, that's how you handle that. But if you do the emotional, right. if you do the emotional eating and you, you tell yourself, you can't do it, you tell yourself you can't do it. And then you finally give in and you finally yeah. allow yourself to do it. And then you're going to be beating yourself up. I'm such a fuck up. I'm such a failure. I'm so guilty and shame yourself. Oh God, that's where right. the real problem lies. Yes. Yes. And not everything we eat has to hit numbers. Like if I'm mm-hmm. eating pizza, I'm not doing it because I want fucking protein. Okay. I fuck your cauliflower crust pizza. You know, exactly. Like I'm eating pizza because I fucking love it. And maybe I'll add some protein on the side so I can get some of that in. But yeah. And the same thing goes with like donuts. You're not eating donuts because they're they're healthy. We all know like donuts, donuts. don't have any fucking <laughs> nutrients in them. I'm eating them because I want a fucking donut. Mm-hmm. Not everything donut. has to be eaten because, you know, of a certain reason. Stop dietizing everything. Yes, healthifying, I call it. Healthifying like, everything, yeah. Like, I don't need, I don't want to healthify my coffee that, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I put protein in my coffee. It tastes like fucking shit to me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't want a fucking does. protein yeah. coffee in the morning. I want my actual coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll get protein other elsewhere. On yeah, we breakfast. love talking about protein and the benefits of it and how it's important, but that doesn't mean we're just fucking obsessed with it and that's right. protein and everything. No. Right. No. My coffee, like I've tried the protein powders in it. It's okay. You like it, but guys? I'm that's like, cool. I know I have a lot of clients that, that do enjoy it, but. Yeah, but it's again, not for me. Yeah. 
So I started doing something exciting recently. I, I just started training, virtual training with a, a client, actually. I haven't, huh. done virtu- I haven't done virtual personal training. So I'm doing personal training sessions with somebody oh. um, twice a week. And I haven't done that since the beginning of the pandemic. Um, wow. Really exciting and really invigorating, actually. I've really huh. enjoying it. It's, it's making me think like, man, I might do this a couple times a week. Just yeah. to, I like, it provides routine. So I was saying earlier how yeah. I structure my life. Well, that's an appointment right there. So I can start planning stuff around that. Yeah. But I also, what I really wanted to talk about was how I'm working with this, this woman and her son, actually. So her son's 12 years old. And mm-hmm. she came to me and asked me that she wanted to model this healthy behavior for herself and for her son. So she's wanting to start. She doesn't know how to work out and strength train. So she wants yeah. to do it right. And she she asked me to help to guide her in that. And by as a byproduct of that, she wants to involve her son as well because she wants uh-huh. to do this stuff for him too. So, and I love nice. that. I was like, hell yeah, this is how, how, how we talk about it all the time, right? You're wanting to model this behavior for your son. Yeah. yeah I'll definitely teach him how to do it in, in, in the right way. But where I'm really going with this is kind of the pressure that everybody feels about body image and how it starts so young and the weight loss talk starts so young. We talk about women, how they start getting targeted and stuff when they're eight, nine, 10 years old. Yeah. But us guys, it, it works the same way with body image and stuff too. I mean, not as extreme as it does for women by no means, but here's a 12 year old boy. And when I'm talking to him on, on Zoom and what he wants to do. Like he likes WWE and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm thinking like, yeah, let's get him big and strong. Like they do on WWE. So mm-hmm. when I'm, when I'm training him, I'm using a lot of references with WWE. Like this is what they do. So it's, yeah. and that's cool. But when I asked him what he wanted to do, like what he wanted to accomplish, he said, I just want, I want to be skinny. You know, Aww. like, man, like that, and that hurt. And it, 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 t- it took me back for a second. His mom yeah. in, in her time. And she's like, we're, we're talking through that. Cause she knew where I was going to, what I was going to say next. Essentially. I was like, yeah, yeah, well definitely like, let's get you strong and healthy and feeling good is kind of how I rephrased it to him. Didn't yeah. address that specifically there, but damn, like 12 year old boy is feeling that, that pressure too, man. Like, and I can, yeah. Oh, yeah. I get that. Yeah. Like, man, it's, you're not strong enough. You're not, you don't have big enough muscles. You don't, your chest isn't chiseled enough. Mm-hmm. Your biceps aren't big enough. You don't have a six pack. Right. So yeah. we feel it too. And it, it, it yeah. fucking sucks. And it's bullshit that we you have 10, 12 year olds. Literally. Oh, I know. Johnny things. went through that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now that I've gotten him to strength training and jujitsu, and I haven't heard him talk about his body in a year. I love since, that. Since he's been starting to do all these things. It's actually really fucking cool. Cause he's using because, his body and seeing what his body can do for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets really amped up when he goes to strength training because he's he gets pushed there and he gets so so much positivity from the trainer like oh my god like you're so strong. He's just deadlifted like his body weight and shit. Yeah. You know, right? He's like, "Oh my god, mom, I just did 90 pounds on the trap bar deadlift." He's like, "That's what I weigh." And I sled pushed 180 pounds. That's double my body weight. So He's like so excited that he's mm-hmm. like, he can do these things. He'll go in the mirror and he'd be like, look at that bicep. I'm getting so strong. <laughs> That's I love awesome. it. I'm like, That's better than when he was coming into my room and crying because yeah. he's prepubescent and his belly was bigger than he's used to. It's because he's a growing pre- pre-puberty boy. Yeah. It's just his body's changing and he didn't know how to handle it. So I'm like, let's get you into some sports and strength training and focus on what your body can do. And that took the focus off his body image. and other things now so that's incredible it fucking works guys, listen guys. Closely, please like this is get your kids active and mm-hmm. focusing on their strengths what your body can do for you not what yes. it can do and not what it's not 
The other yeah. shit comes almost as a yeah. byproduct of that. Yeah, he wants to now, because I always talk about protein. So he's like, he'll be like, I want this, but there's no protein. So let's make sure we get some protein in there. Like if he wants rice, I'm like, yeah, you want a bowl of rice? That's fine. He's like, but I don't have any protein, mom. We have to add protein. <laughs> he tells me and I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. Let's do it. You want some chicken in there? He's like, yeah. So he's mm-hmm. learning. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That's great. Yeah. Jeez, my Riker has also recently told me that he wants to start making a smoothies again. So yeah. he, for, for bulking up, because he, he's it's harder for thin. him to gain weight. He's, yeah. he's naturally thin. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he wants to start making the smoothies again. He He's starting to get back into strength training again. In fact, when he was sick last week, he's like, I just want to, he's like, I really just wish we could go to the gym right now. I said, like, me too, bud. Like, yeah. that sucks. He was sick for like three days too. So oh, yeah, is he better yeah. now? Yeah, he's he's better now, but his calves are really hurting him for some reason. Ooh. Like, I, I don't know if it's just because he was so sedentary there for those few days. And dehydrated, he, maybe? Probably also dehydrated. Get some you know, electrolytes into him, Matt. Some salt. We've been giving him these Pedialyte popsicles. Because mm. I, I always have those in the fridge, but yeah, um, I haven't talked to him today. I'm picking him up after this, so I'll see how he's Oh, that's cool. But. He's going to be a tall kid. He's tall, like your dad. Um, You're tall, too. I, fun fact. So I'm about six foot or so. And I'm like one of the shortest on the Vanderlaars side. In That's terms of crazy. Men. Yeah, because we're Dutch. So right. my Opa was like 6'4". My, my dad was 6'4". My wow, cousin, Kevin, yeah. I think is 6'6". Six, six. So I'm oh the shortest God. of all the Vanderlaars wow. men. And the Vanderlaar women are all, all really tall as well. But then, so where I'm going with this, Riker, his mom's side of the family, they're all really short. And my uh-huh. mom's side of the family was really short as well. So yeah. we'll see where Riker falls. Right now, he's on the short. He compared to uh, other boys, he's a little bit shorter and smaller. Really, um, I would so say opposite, huh? Yeah. So he's because he's fourteen. Yeah. Um, so he'll he'll get there though. Yeah. I know he's due. He's due. He hasn't quite hit that eight, that that stage yet. So he he's definitely due to crop up here because I I was about seventh or eighth grade when I went through a growth spurt and then I stopped growing. I I went up to six foot and I was six foot in eighth grade and I stopped after that. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's in eighth grade right now. So. Wow. And, yeah. yeah, Johnny's. So. That's another thing that bothers him is is his height. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, for men especially, my, that we 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 get victimized if we're not fucking yeah, like five four five yeah. six. Like, oh my god! But he's got the Italian in him, and I have a feeling he's gonna be like his uh, Papa Joe, who's Italian, and he's he's a little short. We'll see. My brother's six one. My dad was six one. So I don't okay. know. I'm not I'm not too short, but I'm also not that tall either. Johnny doesn't strike uh, me as being short. He think well compared to his peers. Oh. Yeah. Oh, comparisons. Of so, fucking, and yeah. I'm like, stop comparing yourself. You're also with kids that are older than you. They're a year ahead. You're going to catch the other up. Thing. Don't Riker worry about is also, it. Yeah. Riker is about a, he's on the younger, younger spectrum for his grade too. So kids are fucking brutal. They yeah. are brutal mm-hmm. when it comes to height and weight and it, it's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. It's bullshit. And that, that's, mm-hmm. where, that's where a lot of it starts too get made fun of at school and things like that for sure yeah a lot of times we see that because they're around that in, in their home environment or yeah or even now unfortunately online like we didn't I was gonna have say social media then, so mm-hmm. social media like that's the other thing is like kids shouldn't be on fucking tiktok and things like Dude. that it is brutal out there oh, Johnny's- like i get told to yeah. kill myself and stuff and i'm a 37 year old man like yeah and, and it gets to us yeah. and we're fucking adults and sometimes mm-hmm. i will mentally be like oh my god if it's especially the more People you have following you, the more bullshit you deal with. And it's when people say, oh, just ignore the haters. Do you have 500 fucking million haters a day in your comment section? And do you make videos and deal with this shit? If you were you constantly told say, that you're a piece of shit all day. You would start to It's like, I'm, we're it. human. We're human. We yeah. have feelings. We can shut it out. But also it does get to us. Imagine a child with that mm-hmm. not a fully uh, developed brain. You have kids sure. like 
offing themselves because of um, online bullying. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking, fucking fucked problem. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to at least be policing them, checking in on them. Be a parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not shaming anybody that if anybody just heard that, like, oh my God, Matt, no, it's just, let's go. Like we have control of this. It's modeling those healthy behaviors. It's the same yeah. thing we're always talking about. Just applying. I don't care if everyone, if every one of my son's friends has fucking TikTok, my son will not have it. He'll, he'll it. be the one, everyone has it, but I don't. Yeah, you're right. And it's yeah. going to be that way. <laughs> my son does have TikTok, but I, I know it's on his, his algorithm, uh, his algorithm. In fact, I'm on his FYP. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he shows me every time I pop up. So yep. yeah, which isn't very yeah. often anymore. <laughs> my son's discord account is under my name. And so I can literally go in and see what they're talking about. There you go. I don't want to be a spy, but you have to these days. Yeah, on, fa- on these things. Every app, you know has what I'm them. saying? Every app yeah. Has them. yeah. I use that for my son's Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he can't play past a certain time. He gets X yeah. amount every day. He can't play these rated games. So yeah, mm-hmm. got to do it. Which is funny because when I was his age, I was playing some fucked up shit on video, video games. <laughs> that was the wild, wild west back in the nineties. Uh, yeah. Of oh, course, man. and the graphics were it was all pixels and everything. Or even worse, it was you had to read everything. I remember some of the first video games I played on computer were text based. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But I had to have an imagination. It didn't have everything just drawn out for me. Wow. I sound like an old man. <laughs> Back in my day, back back in the back, internet, you dialed in, in the... and you. <laughs> well, I didn't have internet back in my day, Matt. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had the first. I think it was like beepers. Yeah, you had pagers and shit. Yeah. We had pagers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I still have my an old pager somewhere in a box. It reminds me of that song. You remember, Kim Possible? It was a Disney cartoon when I was when I was a kid. You were a little old for that, but. It's called Kim Possible. And the song goes, call me, beat me if you want to reach me. So that's one way. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Date yourself there. Wow. (laughs) Now that I've fully embarrassed myself by dropping a Kim Possible reference. That's too funny. (laughs) Now I'm going to have to look that shit up. Yeah, it's low-key embarrassing, but it's okay. I'm a 90s kid. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Yep. I think that's a wrap for this. Really quickly, let's shout out our show sponsor because they're incredible. We're actually going to be- Cured, yes. We're going to be mm-hmm. talking with the CEO of Cured Nutrition here soon, as soon as we can get our schedules to align. And we're really mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Um, it's yeah. something we believe in and just going to get him on here and just to talk about the benefits of CBD and why he's doing what he's doing and things like that. One shout out for the Patreon. Guys, we've got the Patreon. If you're looking for some monthly challenges, we've got those in workouts, the challenge. Uh, recipes. Yep, recipes, workouts, all that good shit for five or, five or 10 bucks a month. Yeah. Um, Go check it out. It's a new month soon. So I know, I know. New, workouts, new month, new, new challenge, new workouts. So. Yes. Hell yeah. All right, Nora. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode. So why not share it with a friend who needs to hear it? Send us a DM on Instagram or email us at cutthecrappod at gmail.com and join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cutthecrappodcast. As always, we appreciate you and thanks for being here.